You are listening to the Lost And they said disco was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the 127th episode. Lost Isle, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. You just watched a CNN, CNN snippet about Pussy Riot. <laughs> In case none of you know, they're a band, I guess. Yes. I don't know about them. Never listened to them? No. Oh. Do you? No. No. <laughs> I mean, I was familiar with them, but I just never actually um, yeah. pulled them up like on you know Spotify or anything. Two years, all three of them, jail <laughs> in <laughs> Russia. Um, I'm sure Russian dungeons aren't any uh, cakewalk. I wouldn't know. They're not Spanish like, dungeons, however. They're not like a uh, federal prison here in the uh, United States. Um. Some of which have their own golf courses, mm. from what I hear. So maybe Chris Brown. Th- those, those, those. those white collar criminals still need to be able to play golf. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they're sent away for five years because of tax evasion and, and some of the celebrity such. ones too. So some of them. I don't think the one that uh, I think Christian Slater he went to prison. Really? At one point. I heard that Wesley Snipes just got out. Is that true? Uh, probably because he had like tax evasion. tax issues. Yeah. yeah, I think he was away and then he didn't want to come back. Ooh. Taxes. Mm. Now, what? Wesley Snipes had a promising career. Does he still? I mean, he can do people st- care? <laughs> uh, maybe people like my dad because he likes like the Blade movies. Well, I mean, do people? I mean, are people gonna? Is he gonna be missed? Well, I mean, if if he gets out, if he is getting out, and he uh, decides to go back, you know, into the industry, uh, are people gonna boycott his movies because he uh, <laughs> had a little tax issue and uh, no, went to federal all. prison? No, probably. Hey, not. You hear that new Wesley Snipes flick? Yeah, I did, but I'm not going to see it because uh, <laughs> no, he doesn't pay his taxes. You know, I'm not gonna I only like go. That. I only go uh, to movies where good, honest, tax-paying Americans play in uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, nobody's like uh, boycotting uh, Woody Woody Allen movies, even though he didn't go to prison. He's been like, uh, I guess, allegedly, mm. you know, what's, stepdaughter. Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah. Or what's the other one, Norman Polanski? Uh, Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. Yeah, he's not even. Um, he's not in. He's country. not on American soil right. anymore. Yeah, he makes his films from abroad. So yeah, he I has mean, those. No, he has those second unit directors that do all the American. Uh, nobody's avoiding these people, like whether they have a prison record or not, or if they've done anything illegal. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of any example, and the only one I can think of is the one we had talked about after we just went on our break with with uh, Chris Brown, and that's the only one I can think of people. More or less boycotting or even mildly protesting if he's around. No, he beats on people. Right. Now we can say people like, you know, people, inanimate objects, and chairs and windows. So. That's, I mean, you go, I mean, when you think of rehab, you don't even think of that type. I mean, he went to rehab for anger mm-hmm. management issue, for anger management. I mean, do you sleep over at that rehab? <laughs> I'm, I'm 
I would think well, that yeah, you're in so. rehab. You're he, stuck in there. You've got a room. And... But he was tossed out because he got a little angry in anger rehab. Did they throw him out like they did like uh, Jazzy Jeff and, and the Fresh Prince? You just throw him out and just see him. Ah. But, <laughs> or or, or when people get thrown out of the window in Scary Movie 3 and they just, <laughs> they just stand right up. <laughs> I need to watch that movie again. Since we keep referring to it. Yeah, it's a it's a classic. <clears throat> Maybe we should just uh it's probably a it's gotta be two hours. It's probably under two hours actually. Have it playing in the background and then just Yeah, mm-hmm. and just like the whole show is us just, you know, critiquing um Or we're doing our own little riff track thing on it. He Wesley Snipes is out of prison, now what? Hmm. He's got any I don't think Because well, wow. the Blade franchise is pretty much done. They tried to do a series out of it. Now, that was him as a vampire, right? Mm-hmm. I never or saw it. Or a half it. vampire. And he, was half, he was a daywalker. Um, this this little... Um, that was before vampires were cool. Yeah, now they're just or completely pff, blown out of proportion. Um, I'll admit it. I'm pathetically horny for the 1990s. That's how this starts. I didn't say that. Good morning. Um, so when news hit in April that Wesley Snipes who has been in prison since December 2010 for tax evasion, had been uh, transferred from a federal penitentiary penitentiary to an undisclosed home uh, confinement residence in uh, preparation for his July 19th release. I started... Oh, I started... (laughs) I started nailing batting gloves um, above the headboard of my bedroom. And, yeah, there's a little video of him doing that. Um, You know, to honor the comeback of Willie Mays Hayes. Blah, 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 blah. White Men Can't Jump. You ever seen that? No, actually. I never saw it. It's him and Woody Harrelson. Right, right. Uh, Yeah, he was... um, That's true. I mean, you have to be familiar with uh, 90s cinema. That Mm -hmm. was the, uh, the, the rise and... Actually, I think the, his decline started to be when his movies started going like straight to DVD, straight to the uh, bin at the checkout <laughs> in Walmart. Even there, yeah. And now I think the new like bin is uh, sometimes some of these movies go straight to Netflix, mm. so you don't even really know like who's this guy. Um, and Sean Claude Van Damme, he also went through that, but I think he's. I don't want to say he's coming back because I haven't seen any trailers. No, scenes. I would definitely refrain from saying he's coming back. The only time he came back would be like Expendables 2. Because oh. that's the last movie I think he's been in that's been in a, in a theater. So, is uh, Have you seen Hitchcock? I want to. You should really see it. I, I feel like there's like two movies that are about Hitch- Hitchcock that are out. One is with... Um, Anthony Hopkins. Well, that's the one I'm speaking of. And, uh, I thought there was Helen Mirren one. is in it. Hmm. Helen, I, I, yeah, I guess she is a she's a great actress, but she's like they really put her up on a pedestal. I hear Helen a lot Mirren. about her ever since what was it, The Queen? Uh, well, that was like a couple of years ago, but I mean, before then, I, I probably wasn't as I was, but I don't know. I, I've never really heard about just, her as much. As yeah, I have it just recently. seems like lately she is like. You know, she's the one to beat, you know, if, like she's so good okay. that if you hold Meryl Streep up next to her, 
She would just burst in flames. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. She's just that she great. Put them in a movie together, see what happens. Meryl Streep and Oscars um, everywhere. Just Helen Mirren. Yeah, just throw Oscars at them. Right. They'd have to we'll call them. the movie Oscar Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Osage <that's>, County. <laughs> that's exactly what it would be too. So it was just like, <clears throat> who, who gets? The, we'll have to split it. You'll just have to. It'll be the first time in history there were two best actresses in one year. But yeah, she play Helen Mirren plays um, Hitchcock's wife, Alma. Mm. It's a good movie. I mean, it's it's basically the um, him making a psycho, <clears throat> and how it was partial uh, full circle. Partial full circle, maybe. Yes, partial full circle. I should have waited until the end to yeah. bring that up. Um, but. <laughs> Since we did mention Woody Harrelson, you told me that you had saw the last episode of True Detective. And then things, I I just had to turn away. I'm like, why am I watching this? Yeah, that's why I was confused. Like, why are you watching the last episode? You didn't even, I don't know where you left off, but you need to finish that. He gets stabbed. And then I'm like, why am I watching this? And like... Did you finish it off since you were were already there watching it? No. Okay. Because, no, I got to go back and... I I really think you should. Oh, I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to watch each episode in its entirety. Because that does remind me of there's like a, one of my other friends who I, I talked into watching it. And uh, I don't know if she's finished it yet. Because uh, she's using like one of my accounts to watch it. And you have until pretty much the end of the month. So Now, you said the plan is with that. Oh, for like a, the, a season two? Yeah, but it would most likely be. Like a brand new set of characters. Right. Like brand new Focusing story. on another effed up situation, right? Right. Um, kind of like American Horror Story. So that's that's typical of what you would think goes on down in uh, the Bayou country. Oh, the kind of weird, murders sick, and sick freaks. Depravity. Just is it is it just like the swamp water gets into your veins? I mean, what is it? Yeah, all right, yeah. That area is uh, just riddled with... Um, mm. Voodooism? Actually, because that's interesting. That's, you know, the last season of uh, American Horror Story was down there, too. Yeah. It's it's a it's a spooky area. I mean, even, like, I, I didn't... You know, I've been to New Orleans. I, we didn't really go out and explore the, the you know, the swamplands. Um, but, uh, yeah, New Orleans just, it's got a, f- a feel to it. Just like it's, uh, there's no other place really like it. I mean, the culture there is, um, there's no other place in the world that it's shares... cliche, but it's like New York. Right. Well, I would even say New Orleans. Ugh, yeah. There's no other place in the world like New York. I will give New York that, but New Orleans just like share has, has certain aspects it has its own flavor. It, it has a culture that it's like bacon. Sh- it does not share with anybody. Like at least New York is like a melting pot of a zillion different, you know, cultures and ideas. New Orleans has its very own mm-hmm. that, you know, was you know a combination originally, but it's it's come it's come out as you know morphed into its own. It's just it's weird. I don't know. And and in the. And the town itself, it's a lot of fun, but it's 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 weird. <laughs> it's a weird place. It's just it's got a vibe to it, you know. And Louisiana has become mm. pretty much the new Hollywood too. So it's a lot of things are going down there to be filmed and mm. whatnot. Oh yeah. When's the last? Uh... Finish the sentence. 
Da 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 da. <laughs> Interview with the oh, it's just about um movies um done in New Orleans. Oh, wonderful wavelength. <laughs> looking it up as I was kid. saying it, I didn't even know that's what you're looking up. Oh, these are old ones. Streetcar Named Desire. Oh God, it's um Molly Ringwald, I think. Is it? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this microphone is. Yeah, it was like super close to you, so I thought it was like, wow, he needs two microphones to speak mm. into. It's not on, so no. stop talking into That's it. What I figured. <laughs> anyway, yeah. although Twilight, I, I would like you to tell. Oh Mike yeah, the story. I, I, I do. Yes, if you can, uh, if you can brave the microphone, <laughs> I, I I would like to hear the view story. Although we appreciate mm. you looking stuff up for us. Yes, uh, yes. Thank you to Twilight because she has been. Um, any any word that comes out of our mouth, she's right away. She's like, I'll get something on that. So the view. <clears throat> You're welcome, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I went to the view. Um, I like to go to the various talk shows, find out how they put it together, what they do, and so of course I've been. To That's your main program. interest, and in why you would go to any of these tapings, or. Yeah, really, it is. Do you See watch how they put them do together? You, yes. The view, though, aside, do you watch it on a daily basis? Yes, I was watching the view. I, <clears throat> I, I admire the diversity and the varying opinions that they have. Aren't you glad Hasselbeck is gone? Yes, oh, she sucked. <laughs> she sucked. Even though I, I admired her stamina. Right. Yeah. She, she she fought for a long time. She had her position. point of view. She had her opinions she and her beliefs and. Did. Just nobody wants to hear them. So, but thank you for having them. <laughs> Except Fox. Right, yeah, right. Because right. <laughs> exactly. they hired her away. Right. Of course. <laughs> but going to The View, unlike Oprah, um, when you get there, they have a million different associate producers. Mm. And the thing that happens with them is when you watch the show itself, it looks very extemporaneous. It looks, you know, as if a lot of these uh, comments came right off the top of their mm. heads, but they have interns mm. that are uh, actually they have a meeting in a green room ahead of time, and they say, "Okay, what's the headlines? Mm. Are we going to talk about the missing plane? No, we don't want to talk about that. Do we want to talk about Miley Cyrus? Maybe. Do we want to talk about Putin? No, perhaps. But whatever topics it is that they finally decide that they're going to discuss, after they decide what they are." Then each of them takes that topic, mm. and the teleprompter is loaded with exactly what they're going to say. And so while you're sitting there actually watching the view, thinking it's very extemporaneous, it's mm. not as extemporaneous as it looks. And of course, we're told when to clap, when to stand, when right. to move. And because, mm. I, as I said to Sterling, the, the studio is very small, so everything is changed out. But they have it to a science, and you have to admire that. And I have not been to the talk yet, but it seems that they may Probably have do the been same doing thing. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I went to see Jerry Springer once. That was the only tape thing I've ever seen done. And yeah, the studio or where everything is happening, it's a lot smaller than it looks on TV. You see all the behind the scenes stuff. So it's like, unless you're going there for that reason, whoops, unless you're going there for that reason to see how it's done rather than to, you know, you're better off, if you're not, you're better off watching the show 
on TV I agree because you you will be disappointed actually to see it all put together. Like I said, unless you are going for the sole purpose of you're interested in how a you know a live taping show you know functions and, and how it's done. So well, yeah. it kind of reminds you of the Oscars because. You know, just as we were talking about John Travolta earlier, mm -hmm. actually reading from the teleprompter, every single word is on that teleprompter. Right. Mm. And Barbara Walters, who's the real veteran, you would think, no, but she's right there reading. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it's the good thing is, is they have the teleprompters everywhere. Mm. Right, right. So whatever camera angle, you can pick up what you need to say. Mm. But everything from you know your laughter the commercial the punchline it's all there I was <laughs> he's having chair trouble now <laughs> um, he's so, shrinking so even, sterling shrunk is it even <laughs> even, even, uh, even sherry reads off the teleprompter yeah yeah no, she does she can't. No, she really does. She, um, I'm not saying she, she was my favorite. Me. Now she's not. <laughs> well, I, I mm. was disappointed at Sherry when we went to really? see her. Really? Well, I was only disappointed because, you know, she, I, if, if you are sitting in front of Sterling, there's no way that I am going to reach to talk to Sterling without at least asking you to excuse me mm. or say, hello, Mike. Now, her friends were sitting right behind us. Mm -hmm. And Sherry came over like this. And just pushed you guys aside? She never said, hi, how are you guys doing? I'm glad you guys came to The View. But guess who did? Who? Our Fox friend. She came really? over. Hi, how are you? So, you know, oh, wonders never cease. Wow. There's a few points, I guess, for her then. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, you get two points for that. That's interesting. She yeah, she was very accommodating. Uh, you know, a nice hostess, but for, I don't know, mm. you know, there, there are days and don't get me wrong. There have been times that people have said, you walk right by me, but when you're preoccupied, right. you can do that right, right. and not actually see a person and you pass them right in the hall. It was never anything personal. It's never just... anything personal. But I, I just think I found that a little difficult mm. that, you know, we're sitting in this row. Her friends are sitting in the row right behind us. She reaches right over us and never says a thing. Essentially, that's her first impression, too. It so is. It's, it is my know. first impression of her. Mm. We liked her a lot. But, you know, after that, I'm like, what am I? Chop lover here, you know? But, yeah, wow. Sherry is, is like his number one crush or one of his. Yeah, because there was, there was a period of time where I was I, – the view just happened to be on every day. I, yeah, and so, you just, like – You just I would, happened to be there to watch it. Right, so. and, you know, and eventually, you know, that whole, oh, well, I was passing through and saw it was I was sitting down and watching. <laughs> but uh, You had to go grab the popcorn right there. <laughs> the view's about to come on. Oh, uh, I need my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's lunchtime. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, I just uh, – and, you know, and she made her little uh, – she made a guest appearance on 30 Rock, and I was going through a whole catching up on 30 yeah, Rock thing. She's been in quite a few. She's mm -hmm. in the movie with Paula Patton mm. uh, or Gabrielle Union. Uh, not Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle, the, the girl, the big girl. Hmm. Oh, uh, Gabby's. Uh, I should yeah. know her name by now. Uh, she played Precious. Right. Oh, Precious. Um, the Precious Star. Right. And Sherry Shepard did a wonderful job. Gabaret Sibido. Gabaret. Yeah. Yeah, it would come to me eventually. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. Um, that's too bad. Hmm. Sherry. Hmm. I guess it would be different if, like, she was going, it's like, oh, it's you. I've, I've been waiting to talk to you or something versus just some random person. And she just reaches across and doesn't acknowledge you until. Well, it's just like I said, it's very difficult when a person is right in your line of fire. Right. Mm -hmm. and the, you reach, and the, your, you oh, reach over them as if they're not there, you know. And the and, fact that everybody in that 
audience came there to see Absolutely. you and, and your group of people who are performers. You're putting on this show every day. And these people came because they wanted to see. You should, you know. Even if your best friend is sitting right behind a complete stranger, <laughs> that complete stranger went through, tr you know. Well, if it hadn't through... been such, if it hadn't been such a traumatic experience, because you know it's like the commercial. Have you seen this commercial now where the guy talks about he needs a key to a motel, and he's looking at the woman, and the woman is coming towards him, but she walks past him because the guy's behind her. Mm. And, you know, he's like, well, maybe I don't need a key to the hotel. Maybe I'll just sit down and have another drink. Mm. So it, 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 it affects you because, you know, like you say, you come there, you see, it's like, oh, this is great, you know. And then she reached right over us and never even acknowledged us, never said excuse me, never said mm. anything except, oh, this is my friend. You're going to meet me after the show is over and you're coming to my student you know to mm -hmm. her uh, dressing room blah, blah 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 which i thought was great but i still think she could have said hey mm -hmm. how y'all doing mm -hmm. you know that is interesting hmm. mm. and you, you went and saw oprah too i went to oprah three times oprah and that's done in chicago oh in chicago and uh harpo studios is stellar huh. i was telling sterling when you come there and she comes on the monitor and she tells you i don't care who it is on my staff that offends you. When I walk in that studio, I want to know it. So when you go to Oprah's studio, you're the queen bee or the mm. king bee because wow. Oprah really, her, her whole studio experience is, it, it's like the time machine. Huh. You, she knows where you are every second, but you know, she's, epitomizes hospitality and of course when I went to her show that was back in the days that she used to take every single person's hand and shake it that's the oh, wow. first time I went to her show and trust me she took time with her audience she spoke to her audience but Harpo Studios I can see why her people love working for her mm. very personal hmm. very personable and very involved and so, you know, if she demands that of her staff, then of course she herself is going to be the epitome of that. And she really was. She was. I'm rethinking she having a birthday a party with her. <clears throat> we share the same birthday. So oh, really? I would okay. like to. I yeah, keep saying that every year. Is like we, we, we should have a birthday party together. Or I'd rather just be invited to her party. So You and Oprah share a birthday? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking like you wanted Oprah to be at your party like like a clown at a five year old's <laughs> party. It's like I don't think Oprah does. No, like no. <clears throat> Although no, <laughs> no. Maybe if you got the what? It, no. I was trying to find she a way even to do the show anymore. What is what is well, she? Well, she, yeah, she does her. She does like the after network, show, and she's got a oh, network. Oh no, yeah. you haven't watched Own a Network? Oh, you gotta see that. Tyler Perry's on OWN now. Uh-oh. He's got a yeah, he's have got a new show. Nots. Yeah, they have a have-nots. Um, oh, see, I, I said I saw a commercial for that. And oh. then Maria, I can't even pronounce her last name right now, but she just got a new, no, that might be Oxygen. No, Sorry. she's got Super Soul Sunday, um, which is great. You know, you were talking a minute ago about um, population and what what's happening, what's not happening in the world. And she has some great philosophical shows, some spiritual shows. Mm. And like she said, it's a place for people to go mm. to think about 
the spiritual side of their lives. So, and I'll see owns. things like mm -hmm. on her show, like our shows that she has, they'll be trending on Twitter. And Absolutely. I'll, I won't know what it is until I click well, you know, it. Like, okay. no, she's no dummy. She says, tweet me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Tweet me and let me know what you think. Tweet me mm -hmm. and let me know how you feel. So yeah, she, she uses social media, mm -hmm. media quite effectively. Hmm. Quite effectively. She's a, uh, you can see why she's a media mogul, but yeah. see, she is so genuine. I mean, here Oprah is a billionaire, and the last time we went to her show, you know, I, I wanted to live uh, like anybody, get on the favorite things, or you get a car, me get a car, mm -hmm. I'll take a car. <laughs> but, but on these shows that I did go to, um, from the beginning, I told you I went when she used to shake people's hands, mm -hmm. to the newest one now that she, she, cause she totally revamped Harpo Studios. I mean, from the time that we went there the first time, it was, you know, we used to sit on these little high-rise uh, benches like you do if you go to your kid's game. Yeah. And she went from there to the Excel Center, you know, that oh, wow. huge, huge studio with all the bells and whistles. But the personality and the person is still the same. It, huh. Money didn't change her. Hmm. Really. Thank it God there's still her. people out there that, uh, huh. Billions of dollars later, and I'm still yeah, a nice, nice person. Yeah, nice yeah, gentle person. <laughs> Is she still uh, the the richest woman on the planet? Well, actually, I think she's number five now. What? <laughs> because they were this. just talking about uh, the the lady who's done. Is it Google or um... a Yahoo? I yeah, Yahoo. Those, Yahoo has a female right CEO. female CEO. Well, she she does lean in. And she's the one that's telling, uh, you know, she's she's got a whole campaign now, hmm. and she's just become a billionaire. She's a billion. Oh, so she's new money. Billion three rich. Hmm. Yeah, they were just talking about that this morning. And she has Beyonce and a lot of other celebrities. But the one thing that they say, I am not bossy. Oh, she but started. I'm that, a boss. She was part of that campaign. Yeah, okay. that is her campaign. Because mm. I've been hearing about that recently, and I thought yeah. Tina Fey might have started. started. Oh, because bossy pants. Bossy. Yeah. <laughs> Tina Fey. And just for you listeners out there, I was going to say it before, but Harpo is Oprah spelled, spelled backwards, just in case none of you knew. So many. There's maybe like, maybe like five people, people just exploded. So, yeah, oh my god! I never knew that. <laughs> All these years. <laughs> And she's selling it. You know, she's selling Harpo Studios. Really? For how selling much? Selling it and leasing it back. $32 million. It's three and a That's half all? acres. Wouldn't you like $32 million for three um, and a half So, acres? listeners, please donate to the Lost Isle Fund so we can get our studio. Uh, we're going to be recording at the Harpo Studio. At the Harpo Studios. So we just need $32 million. That's all. So. That's, that's, that's... Except she gets to lease it back for two years. Okay. And then I'll bet after that she's going to build a whole new own studio. How mm. about that? A word own, and it's my initials, Oprah Winfrey Network. What was the story with uh, the school she started in South Africa? Or was it? No, was it's it, in South Africa. Is it, it in is, South Africa? Oh, absolutely. Well, what was the scuffle that was going on a little while ago about that? I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't even, I don't remember. Well, maybe what, I didn't know. What happened is uh, one of the. It's a girls, all girls school? All girls school, <clears> and the. One of the girls came forward talking about the abuse, the one thing that Oprah did not want to happen. Mm. And it was devastating. I mean, I, 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 of all of the things to have happened to her, and you know she herself mm. suffered from molestation and, mm -hmm. and abuse, so 
the last thing she would want to have happen in her school is that, and it did happen. But I thought she handled it just stellarly. Mm. She admitted to it, she owned up to it, and then she squelched. And I don't mean she literally squelched it. She took care of it so that and put mm. systems in place so right. that that kind of thing wouldn't happen again. And she moved on. And I think that's really what people have to do when there's an issue. Yeah, because you don't even really hear about it because I forgot all about that until mm. you I, just brought it up. So. I, uh, like I said, I, I didn't know exactly what had happened, but I remember them speaking of the school and some incident uh, a while back. Yeah, well, you get a billion dollars, and I'll find a trillion ways to sue you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. That's kind of the way it so, works I mean, out. Yeah. You know? Everybody and their brother comes I out of the woodwork. I want a piece of you. Mm, yeah. yeah, and so you have to have two feet on the ground in order to get through that because, you know, she's... How many lawyers does Oprah have on her team? She Personal actually, lawyers. You know, she and Donald Trump have a whole floor of just attorneys. Wow. And they have they to have, have to. They have to. When they interviewed Donald Trump, and I think Oprah and Donald were in an interview together, and, and that's what he said to her. He said, I know people are going to sue me. I know people, are, they want a pound of my flesh. So he simply <laughs> hires the attorneys because he knows the lawsuits are coming. And Oprah, the same thing. She said the same with her taxes. Hmm. You know, somebody's going to say, oh, you didn't pay this tax. Hold on. Because, you know, those auditors get paid mm -hmm. commission for everything they find. So, you know, they're going through a oh. billion dollars with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. I think I wouldn't mind just being like a coffee person for that floor. It's got to be, you know. When you think about it. Of. Yeah. Because there's, there's no expression. There's no turn. There's no expression on the planet Earth that is more accurate than more money, more problems. Mm. Because you think, oh, God, it'd be so nice. You know, somebody, uh, somebody once said, it's easy to be poor. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be rich. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> you uh, just did. Some, we'll, somebody just read we'll, we'll put that down for you. We'll credit that for you. <laughs> okay. That's what I said. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, the more you hear about... Um, uh, what you have to face. Right. You. What you have to prepare for with... You know, as somebody with extreme wealth, it just seems more and more like a pain in the ass. Well, you know, Oprah mm. just started her own chai tea with Starbucks. I, you know, I think I, yep, I just see that Starbucks, on the news. Yes. Who did? Oprah. Oprah did, really? Yeah, Star, uh, Starbucks. I wish we had a commercial we could play for that since we have to go to commercial. I'm like, we can make one. We can make one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to do that later. Who knocks on that? Because we love the Connect School Broadcasting. But, um,. We missed the couch. That you, was much you'd better. You'd think you'd always be standing in front of that thing. Probably. Like doing like publicity photos or something? Well, right. yeah. You know, you, they always... Uh, just reminds me of an award show. Right. That's it because, yeah. I'm at the, uh, the CSB Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Have we gotten one yet? Mm, no. No, but I'm, I was actually going to put up um, like a post. Uh, I think we should probably do a video, though, and say that we've been renewed for a fourth season. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get like... Let's go have a, a special um, trophy made at the trophy shop wherever there is one <laughs> and we'll get dressed Trophies up are us. and we'll get a picture standing in front of that like we're at you know the 14th annual CSB awards mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> podcast of the year what would the award look like would it just be like their logo like just in bronzed or something uh, oh the award yeah because I figure we have to go to Trophies R Us and have them uh, let's be real cheap about it and just like have them you know 
It'd be like all we'll pay for is like the plaque, but it's really a baseball, um, <laughs> like a like a little league trophy. No, little ba- little little players on top. It's but, some kind of like podium thing, and then it's you know maybe color blue because that's their colors. So, and on top of that is a, I don't know, a radio tower, yeah. or maybe it is a radio tower. Yeah, that's good. Let's we'll go radio tower, or right. satellite dish. Right, because the satellites are back. back. Yeah. Even though they don't own it, it's not theirs. It's but the that's, back. but that's it's it's um, iconic. Yeah, it's Harris. iconic. Yeah, it was, It's funny. It wasn't too long ago that this entire building was encased in ice. Hmm. It's really nice out. It's like fifty something. It's got to be. Yeah, um, it's windy. Oh, I was like, where's my phone? I put it's it in windy. My pockets here but it's yeah it's, most of the snow is gone that's outside or that was outside I, i'm loving let's all the... pick up our gadgets and find out what the temperature is <laughs> i realize that's what we're all doing 57 i have um my mother was telling me how i, got I think like around the corner from our house she had noticed that some broken shovels i guess that were buried under all the snow that we had so all of my protesting of why are these people keep buying all these shovels I guess that's kind of why, because um, some people don't know how to shovel correctly. Broken shovels? Mm-hmm. They, like still, the, they still make them with, uh, with wood handles or something? I guess some of them do, or some of these people that are getting them. Or maybe they just don't know how to shovel. They're just hacking away at snow or <laughs> using it. I don't, know what, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how these shovels are breaking. I'm not saying... I do know some of them are cheaply made. I do know oh, that. Oh, so. of course. <laughs> but it just doesn't make sense to me, because we have shovels... That we've had for like the past um, five years, I'd say. When when can we get a good shovel made in America again, you know? Mm. That's what I'm saying. I guess. I guess. I don't know. But uh, people are finding things that were lost <laughs> since it's been snowing. So, um, yeah. Everybody's junk. Everybody's junk reappears once the snow melts. It's like, oh, oh that's where I left that. Yeah. Yeah, now I gotta well, you, clean that up. Well, you think, you know, like the snow washes away all the things you have to do. No, no it just there. hides it until <laughs> the next season. Oh, I gotta pick up all that crap. You know what I'm gonna do then next time? I'm well, maybe I shouldn't say it out loud because people are gonna they're gonna leave try yourself for it. a present. Yeah, I was gonna leave like like a wad of money just and then come back and find it in the spring. Like, oh, I love spring, and this is why. Because yeah. I left dollar bills all not not necessarily dollar bills, maybe twenty dollar bills. <laughs> Put it in a little plastic bag so that way it doesn't like. Um, become one with the earth after yeah. everything is. That'd be a nice treat. Yeah. Because normally what I used to do as a kid, because $20 would be so rare to me, yeah. that um, I would, like, hide it in, like, my winter coats. So then when winter came back around and I, you know, put your, your hands in your pocket for the first time, maybe looking for mittens or whatever, you find that $20 bill and you're like, oh, my God, money. And it'd be great. I'd love it. Oh, yeah, I heard about this, yeah. Did you hear about this? Rachel Canning, the uh, New Jersey um, snob. <laughs> uh, she so sued her parents. I think so. Saying they need to pay for her private school tuition. Hmm. It's sounding familiar. I might have, I might have just read a headline. Uh, her college tuition and her living expenses after she claims they threw her out of the house. Her parents say they did not throw her out of the house. Um, and they shouldn't have to pay for any of that. Hmm. Okay. Well. <laughs> They can just... You need to pay for that. No, we don't. <laughs> Case you can, closed. <laughs> you can go to a regular school or no school at all. Just to get out. <laughs> yeah. Suing your parents for... 
Hmm. Uh, living uh, the parents' side. Sean Haney said that Rachel voluntarily left their home in October after refusing to abide by house rules. Uh, living in our house, there are very few rules, Rachel's dad, Sean, told uh, New York's CS, uh, CBS2. There's minor chores. Uh, there's curfews. Uh, when I say curfew, it's usually after 11 o'clock. <laughs> and I, oh, my God, this, this woman was so oppressed. And, um, wow. Mm. Oscar has it hard, doesn't, doesn't she? She does. I had to be home when those streetlights came on. She should be like the uh, the girl who goes to Duke, who um, she does porn to pay for tuition. <clears throat> Don't encourage her. <laughs> you want to get those those oh, college okay. loans paid, you better do some porn. <laughs> I thought maybe you might stop at stripping first, and then you go to porn, but... Yeah, she went straight to porn. Okay. <clears throat> She's been on all the, um, all the uh, I guess, uh, big-time satellite shows lately. Mm. She's a big to-do. She's on your, your favorite show, Joe Rogan? Yeah, no, Joe Rogan would never have that <laughs> trash. Um, <clears throat> mm. uh, I had a different vehicle today, so no... Um, well, I, actually, I could have listened to it on my phone, but I did not. Uh, the Joe Rogan experience. No Joe Rogan today, so I didn't learn it jack. Mm-mm. Well, that makes sense, because I, uh, I told Twilight that you usually arrive in like a red vehicle. You know, yeah, so. no red vehicle no. arrived. No. Here and I still haven't gone outside to see what it was you were. You were I was gonna be like, "What do you mean you love pink?" There's a car out there just like yours, and it says there's a bumper sticker that says, "I love pink" on the windshield of all places. Well, maybe I'm supporting breast cancer. But I didn't know if it was like if it was pink like that, or if it was like the, the singer, singer pink. Well, if it was a singer pink, it would be an exclamation point seven I. Oh, so. that's how you differentiate. Yeah. Ah. So much and so so much so that if you were to type in, I don't know, I think it might have been Netflix or some other streaming service. She has a DVD or, uh, or one of her concerts, and if you type in pink, you're not going to find it. You have to type it in P exclamation point. And so it's like an upside down I. Right. An upside down lowercase I with a period. Right. Which is you know she's always stylized her that's, name like um, that. So. That's unique. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. Pretty I guess you know. Uh, we were speaking of originality. Pink's got a little bit of that still left. <laughs> left? <laughs> she hasn't used it all up yet? I don't know. I, I mean, know, I don't the know thing much... I'm tired of seeing, though, which I know a lot of people love it, is anytime she performs, she's got some kind of acrobatic thing where she's flying around the air. <laughs> which, I mean, it was, it was cool the first couple of times. She so. comes in hanging from strings? Well, she just start out on the ground, and then she'll be lifted up and... Doing she likes she likes to take flight. Yeah, I mean, it's cool and everything, but I just I'm like okay, let's do something else. Uh-huh. But yeah. I, I got to give her credit because she Ooh, she does do very that. well. Very good right, singer. right at the tip of my fingers, <laughs> I have pink information. Everything you need to know. Do you know what her real what? Oh no, that's uh, not who I'm thinking of. Alicia Beth Moore Hart, hmm. better known as Pink. Yes, yes, that's what I was getting at. Okay. Um, yes, better pink. known by her stage name of Pink, but here it's spelled pink. P exclamation. Mm. No, no, it's, it's not. actually Pink. This is Wikipedia. Okay. So Wikipedia. Oh, because Wikipedia is truth, and, and you know can't be denied. Oh, I of course. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, never mind. Okay, right after that, in in parentheses, because drawing stylized really, yeah. as. Pink and it's done properly. So Wikipedia ain't that bad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's all I wanted. To okay, because <laughs> then you get off into silent reading, which is great for us. 
<laughs> silent time. Let's let's take some silent time. Let's all you know reflect and think, think think our thoughts. We'll be the first show <laughs> in history that takes nap time. <laughs> On air nap time. You know, we just keep recording while we all take a nap. You can listen to us make <laughs> grunting noises while we're sleeping and turning. shuffling and turning. <laughs> That's original. Who's done that? Somebody probably has, I'm sure. That's um, that's that's the thing. Full circle. No, we're back to rich. Full circle here. Um, speaking of a uh, world that's completely overpopulated. <laughs> What's wrong with your mic? <laughs> You're like way up in the air. Just okay. What's going on? I'm sorry. Um, speaking of uh, this overpopulation problem we have, it's very hard. Right here for to do something that hasn't been done. Is when you're, you know, you're you're in competition amongst seven billion other people. Podcasting. No, everything. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean all these seven billion people are all yeah. doing something, so it's yeah. hard to come up with something original. Like I was thinking of this the other day. I'm like, from now on, when I pour my cereal, I'm going to pour the milk in the bowl first and then the cereal. I already I'm do like, that. Yeah, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Somebody already does it. Although normally I tend to do it if like we're low on milk, so that way I can consume. Oh, it. it's yeah, like yeah. I might want two bowls, so let me make sure yeah. I pour enough for this first bowl. Or you're like me, who doesn't think of the other people in the household and just. Oh, because I mean, if I I like I'm, milk more than everybody else, so I'm just gonna finish it. <laughs> well, that's actually true for me. I actually do like more milk than other people. So, and I'm the one who buys the milk. So, yeah. if I'm gonna drink the rest of it, I want to portion it out for me. I tend to buy the milk too. You bring home the milk. I bring home the milk. Not the bacon, <laughs> the milk. Occasionally I bring home the bacon if, if, you know, it's sliced correctly. So, And that was the last Wikipedia search I did was everybody's on so cr- Oh, really? So yeah. Everybody's so crazy about bacon. Well, it's, it's a unique thing. And the thing I had read about it is, like, there's it's no other flavor that's like it. So that's, that's, I, I like it. Oh, why were no calls made? Hmm. And then finishing my thought on breakfast and bacon, I sorry, I further um, read about what black pudding is, and I no, I don't want that at all. What's the deal with these three D printers? I don't know, and I really want to investigate that some more. Like actually see something that's three D printed because I hear a lot about it on the tech podcast I listen to, and like oh, three D printing, blah blah blah. But I haven't seen anything like for myself in person. This this here, there's a story about a boy gets a three D printed arm. Hmm. People are making guns. Like, what? yeah, I, I need. So to... like, it, so I'm like, do, 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 and all of a sudden a gun just pops out. I'm, it's, I'm... It's printed. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it at all. That's funny <laughs> though. Cause every time I hear you type, I don't hear any music. But, um, it's, I know more about 3d printing than I do about, uh, like say digital faxing, which I just found out as a thing. I don't really because um, my dad is trying to set up a fax machine for the church, but we need a digital fax machine, which I never knew was a thing. But I knew I know about more about uh, 3D printing than anything. That just means no paper comes out on the other side. I don't know (laughs) because he was trying to figure it out. I was like, well, what if I plugged it in this way and went to the computer and did this and that? And like, I don't know. I really don't. Look at that. And it's it's a three dimensional object. Daniel is a Sudanese boy who lost both arms when a bomb exploded a few meters from him. When American Mick Ebeling uh, heard Daniel's story, he decided, I'll print him some arms. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> look, see, look, look, at the, look, at, look at this kid's arms, or his arm. Wow. 
I guess that American guy only printed him one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say because he Cause printed he, him a white arm. He, so. Yeah, how inconsiderate. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. You know, at least match my, my skin color a little bit. Yeah. Or if it was just all black, because that would have been even more I, awesome. I don't, I, you know what, I guess I don't, I don't need an explanation of the 3D printer. I need one to be here and I need to see something to be printed. Yeah. Can you print me out a new car? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, do you have to put money into this printer in order for like big expensive items to be printed? I don't know. The last, the <laughs> only thing that I was close to getting that was 3D printed was like something that had to do oh with like God. a phone cover. So. Lungs on a chip. 3D printed hearts, the shape of medicine to come. That's one of the things I I heard on, but I, I still I, it, the thing about listening to a podcast you can't see it. So I was listening to this, but I had no idea what it looked like. You don't have to wait on an organ list anymore. You can have it printed. I'm gonna run into the uh, into the okay, coast? St- into the study, <laughs> and I'm gonna print myself up a new heart. <laughs> But then you got to get it put in. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the tricky thing with. Uh, but then organs. you just you just print out a a, a, a surgeon. A scalpel. Help me out. Print me out a surgeon. <laughs> Hold on. Gonna... Let me let me order you up some doctors yeah. real quick. Oh wow! Can you imagine? I'm I'm struggling. And to then I'm going to go on a date with my operating. Three <laughs> <laughs> D printers are currently being used or explored by a multitude of industries. From printing toys and automotive parts to meat. What? Uh. <laughs> Am I awake? <laughs> Did I fall asleep? Okay, um, so what is this stuff made out of? Or even, <laughs> or even houses. In medicine, they are already uh, used to print um, prosthetic limbs and make patient-specific models of body parts surgeons can uh, use as guides during reconstructive surgery. It's no surprise, then, that scientists around the world are investigating whether living cells can be used to print replacement organs and tissues. Or make meat. It's an exciting technology. What? It's... I see, I just had a ribeye recently, so I'm thinking of printing out one. Uh, will that save me money? Yeah. Well, uh, next time I go to uh, Outback, I'm going to be like, can you make it from real meat and don't print me one? <laughs> Please. I, I'm, I don't want to print it. Don't print me a blooming onion. I want the real thing. Yeah. I need I need the real. Because I don't know what's in that. Oh, the uh, the pink slime. I need to print myself up a Q-tip right now. Because <laughs> my ear. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, now that I've got these new ones. Yeah. That, that, my ear has been a little weird, too. This one itches. Like I should print crazy. out some new ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's as easy as that. We live in a world now where whatever you want, you print it. <laughs> this doesn't really help our overpopulation factor, though. Unfortunately, it would be overpopulated with uh, printers or printed items. Three <laughs> D printers. I, I feel like I'm in a dream world right now. Yeah. And th- I mean, obviously, I've heard of this, but not when you really think about it. And you see photographic proof just like i like you know you're tired when like this is when i was outside again once again i was outside getting pelted with 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 sandstone um i was sitting out there and like one side of my face was warm and the other side wasn't i'm like wow the sun is so far away but it's (laughs) it's because it's been so long since the sun has hit my skin 
<laughs> this winter's been so long. And I'm sitting out there, I'm like, wow, it's amazing that you can feel the heat off the sun and it's so far away. <laughs> wow, you are tired for real. You're like, That's when you know you're, you're like, you really need some sleep. Where you don't need drugs and you're already kind of... You're, this, this... you're pondering things that um, you really take for like, granted. Dude, dude, we're alive. <laughs> we need to go out and... Experience. Feel the sun on our skin? What? You never. That's Dust, not man. Dust. <laughs> oh, it was like in these huge boulders were hitting my face. The wind was. <laughs> everything everything seems so much bigger and crazier when, you, when you're tired. So, like, so this, the boulders that were hitting my face were actually like pieces, they were grains of sand, but mm. they felt like boulders. So, this probably shouldn't be something I, I show you now in the state that you're in. But it could be um, amusing. Um, so I started following a, an account. You should follow Epcot Center. <laughs> That's funny from what I hear. Because um, I had retweeted something from them. Quite a few things. I'm trying to... Oh, must not have been recently. <clears throat> but they uh, tweet a lot of pictures of um, just some really interesting things. I think it's called Learn Something. It's a fairly new Twitter account. And as soon as I find one, I can tell you exactly what their account is. But it, it came to mind because you were just discussing the boulders hitting your face. And uh, one of the pictures that they have tweeted is a picture of, like, sand from the beach. and But through a microscope. So you can see, like, each oh, individual wow. like things that look like shells. And it, it's just really fascinating. What one grain of sand looks like under a microscope? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like maybe just a few of them, but I mean, to us, they just look like, you know, little pellets of sugar. Yeah. But close up, it's like little pieces of shells, um, yeah. things that have been in the oceans for, you know, yeah. forever. They're, they're like almost microscopic pieces of, of art. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I thought that was like really, really interesting. And now I'm wondering, maybe this um, Account has disappeared because I'm not seeing any of their tweets. Well, what if you looked at a grain, at one grain of sand under a microscope, and you saw that there was a civilization, <laughs> kind of like Men in Black? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's that! Like, oh my God, these things are—they're alive, and there's like whole new worlds. Yeah, it's um, really weird. I can't uh, find that, this that was the most ingenious episode of South Park ever. Actually, it was you know day at school where the nurse comes in and checks you for lice but they did the whole episode and it was it was the lice on in one kid's scalp mm. on his head and you know they they were you know a civilization and like they didn't you know mm -hmm. it was it was pretty um it was pretty ingenious i forget what they were mocking at the time but um <laughs> Okay, um, so this is what a single mm. drop of water looks like when magnified. So it wasn't sand, but... What? What is that? It's what a single drop of <laughs> germs looks like a single drop of uh, seawater. So that's all the things that are, that's living in the water, in the sea. That's not... You're trying to... Just... That looks like you drew it. <laughs> trying to figure out what all that stuff is, yeah. There's like a... Um, there's a spider monkey or... A... Yeah, some kind of weird thing and more little weird things that don't belong... Or doesn't look like that they belong there. So it's... It's insane, so... Yeah. Hmm. But this this Twitter account is called uh, Learn Something or at... At Learn Something and they have a lot of like a really amazing photos of just... 
things and they have a little facts that go along with them. So it's not just like, here, look at this amazing thing. We're not going to tell you what it is. But um, it's looking at another one. Um, where is that really awesome one? Where is that awesome one? Oh, that's the first one that I saw. Like, this is what a cat cat's tongue looks like up close. It's got all these little hooks on it. Yeah, that's why it feels like sandpaper. So, yeah, I mean, I find it very interesting. So, and, and they have like these. That's why they lick pictures their fur. Of up every day. <laughs> like, why are you guys licking your fur? Well, <laughs> <laughs> dirty, yeah. dirty cat. But where does it go? Like, you don't see them spit it out. But you do see them hacking on hairballs every right. now and again. And eventually, so, maybe it just goes through their digestive tract. And, and, so they know, do swallow it. I guess. I don't know. I, I guess they would you, have to make these little cameras and put them on their fur. and like it, They it must because they're licking themselves, cleaning themselves. Sorry, it's not just they're perverts sitting around <laughs> licking themselves. But, some of them are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some cats are. But you never see them spit out hair. You see them regurgitate hair sometimes, but I've never... Seen a cat be like, <laughs> like a like a uh, uh, sunflower seed, just mm. spit it out. Yeah. What my dog does, and I, I, I guess this is normal. Oh, enough about your dog. Oh, like this is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. Go on um, about your dog. He will. Uh, What's his name again? Chief. That's right. Chief. Right, Chief. And you have Star? No, it's not Star. <laughs> he doesn't have a name. It's Kitty. You don't have a name for your cat. It's Joey. <laughs> You're just naming him now. Um, but yeah, dogs will, I guess, will throw up every so often. And it's a normal thing as long as it's like a yellowish color. Yeah. Which is still foamy. Off-putting and uh, a little gross. Kind of scares me. What's the reasoning behind that? I don't know. But as we're talking about them, like they clean themselves like so much that maybe that's just them getting rid of the stuff that they yeah. clean. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't happen like every day. It's, it yeah. happens maybe like once every couple of weeks that I notice it. Um, so I don't know. It just it's just something that just it, came to mind now. You know, it'd be so much easier for them if they just took a shower. Oh, well, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say if they could just speak to us. Yeah. Why Why don't they just you know cut out the middleman, which is your tongue, and take a shower? But then how would they eat? And like you know, well, not literally cut it out, but I mean you know, just do what we humans do. Take a shower <laughs> if you're dirty. Why sit there and go through all the neck breaking? Agony of trying to like lick cleaning yourself crevices yeah. that they have. Yeah, just take a shower. It's, Not it's, caring who's around. It's like, simple. You just turn the dial like, and Chief, and please, there's hot. there's ladies present. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need all this displaying. Is Chief fixed? No, but he probably should be. Yes. Yeah, because uh, Does he he doesn't go out on his own though. What on dates? No, just like out. Oh, like outside? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> somebody's somebody's with him. I'm usually with him, but uh. Now that it's actually getting warm and he doesn't have a little snow trail, uh, he uh, I have to go out with him and actually like put him on a leash because he, he won't run away. But you never know. You never know what those crazy animals are going to be doing. I know. So we've got to. Now that it's warm out, I've got to find my leashes again and and you know keep them safe. The uh, you know what's his face used to warn us about the cat and dog overpopulation. Who was that? That was... Um, Bill Murray? Mm, he used to say it at the end of every Price is Right. Oh, Bob Barker? <laughs> yeah. That was close. Make sure you spayed new to your animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't how, about, how, about, how, about, uh, how about humans get spayed and neutered? There should be... There's a, there's a good number of them who should be. <laughs> yeah, they should be. Um, 
But people do that already. It's called I love a, the smell of books. It's called vasectomy. Um, yeah, that's true. But we choose. Somebody else should choose for some people. <laughs> some people just should not be breeding. No more breeding for you. No. You're done. <laughs> no breeding for you. Three years. For three years? Yeah. You know, so there's a time limit when you... In Russia, that's what happens. You know, yeah. if, you, if you produce a, a person who you know, is, not, is not worthy or you know, is not living up to uh, society's standards, you, know, you lose your breeding privileges for a few years. Just like a Pussy Riot <clears throat> has to go to jail for a couple of years for wearing some masks and kicking too high. Mm. They, they weren't were, even wearing... They were wearing pants. That's how you do it then. You just put them in a, like a... Convent? Yeah. I was going to say jail, but you know, it's too harsh if you just want them to stop reading for a little oh, while. Jeez. The, the picture's too blurry. I can't tell what he's... What is he... Uh, a man caught on camera stealing sex toys. This this is his... <laughs> it's a video. This is... um. It, there's a dime a dozen of these. Oops, I just totally screwed it up. Oh, whatever. We have I, to wrap uh, it up anyway. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I messed it up. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, good, because now I can... Uh, <laughs> go take your go, nap. Go, are you going to uh, go like uh, in Southington, or are you going to try to get I, th- I think I'm going to... Go crash on this crash. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like, just, you know, lock up, and I'll... I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll see I'll see them when they come in tomorrow. I'll just... Nobody comes in on Sundays. Oh. So you're pretty much... It. You can come really? back in There's here. There's nobody here on Sundays? No. That's why we had that special time. Well, that special time. <laughs> Let me clean that up. Uh, that's why we had this, the uh, special privilege that one time because uh, when they were working on this and they told us we can come in on Sunday because uh, somebody was going to be here working on this. Right, 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 right. right. So, yeah. But, yeah well, anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Twyla, for being here and she actually uh she was did more than just be here she actually uh pulling up stuff for us to talk about insight into things and pulling up things um the girl who's supposed to be Aaron Tune didn't even do that well she didn't she didn't yeah, know she wasn't she, she wasn't just came in also just to check us out so i'm like you know i i'm like counting you know i'm i'm, I'm tallying up all the days she's missed from work and you know like <laughs> like work. she's actually our intern. I'll something. give her a shout out though. Uh, Saints Restaurant or Saints Diner in Southington. That's where you can find her. Oh really? Uh, in the middle of the week, she works there. So I stopped by and she's got a waitress. A cup of coffee. Yeah. Hmm. So go check that out. Uh, Saints in Southington. That's on Queen Street, like everything else. So. <laughs> um, I think that's all. Do you want to sign off, too? Yeah. Thank you guys for mm-hmm. letting me to come in. Anytime. Anytime you are welcome here. In. Our studio, <laughs> like what can we call it? Well, we're not Harpo yet. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Let's call we... our studio Oprah Studio. Oprah Studio, which is reverse Harpo. Okay, and it spells Oprah. So this is now the Oprah Studio, <laughs> formerly known as the All Noise, uh, the lounge. lounge. We just call it the Lounge. Lounge is fun to say. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you can find me on the internet. Uh, just Google Indube or at Indube on Twitter. So. And I'm somewhere. So. Yeah, you're not really you're not really existent. But remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. I'm lost in the world.
the Lost Dial is brought to you by All Noise Radio, which is powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Farmington, Connecticut. It is executive produced by Michael James Dupal and T. Sterling Watson. To hear more of our show, download at thelostdial.podbean.com or subscribe on iTunes to get every new episode. Please rate us and leave us comments. To contact us, email us at thelostdial at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Lost Dial and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the hell d crew. You can also give us a call at 860-342-8423. The Lost Dial is part of the Indube Network and is a 3SFX production.